Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Thigh, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about the topic that fascinates a lot of five-year-olds, and that is snakes. Snakes are intriguing creatures, aren't they? They sliver, they bite, they have venom, but there's a lot to learn about them. And here's my first question. How do snakes never get themselves in a knot? And if they do, how do they untangle themselves? Oh yeah, snakes actually do sometimes get tangled up, especially when they're mating or hunting in groups. But when they are getting tangled, they aren't actually flexible enough to pull it you know, really tight. So they're able to just unravel right by themselves. Keep in mind that snakes aren't like a piece of string. They have a spine and a rib cage to consider and have some limited flexibility. Any knot that they manage to tie in them themselves it just doesn't get tight enough, and so it's easy to slither out of. And is it true that snakes sometimes end up biting themselves? What happens if they do? Oh yeah, that can happen too. Snakes don't quite have very high intelligence for a start, so they might bite themselves when they're stressed or injured or confuse their tail for like a prey. In particular, snakes can mistake their tails for prey when they are shedding. Uh, and have diminished eyesight. They also get particularly disoriented when they get too hot. Snakes also sometimes get a ramped up metabolism, you know, causing them to have a false sense of hunger and a desire to eat the very first thing they see. It's almost like a reflex action for them. So when a snake bites itself, it can cause injury, but it's usually not life-threatening. The snake's skin is pretty tough, and so their immune system helps them heal pretty quickly. Okay, now let's talk about an important component of snakes, which is how the snakes are poisonous. People talk about poisonous snakes, but the correct term is not poisonous, it's actually venomous. What is the distinction? Right, right. The term there, the poisonous snake, is generally actually a pretty incorrect label for snakes. The difference is that a poison is usually inhaled or ingested. So when you think of poison, you think of someone eating something poisonous, right? Uh, Whereas the venom produced by snakes is injected into its victim via fangs. Why do snakes have such potent venom? Cobras, vipers, and other closely related species, they use venom primarily to immobilize or injure or actually kill their prey quickly. It's likely evolved as a weapon they use to, you know, get their meals. There's also a secondary function is that venom helps snakes defend themselves from larger predators that want to eat them. But because we have learned that snake venoms are often, you know, prey specific, it could also mean that this venom's role in self-defense is more of a, a secondary one. Why do snakes have such potent venom when the prey that they're eating is often quite small by comparison? It's not like they're trying to eat something very large. That is true. You know, snakes have evolved to have this potent venom because their prey may be small, but it can still be dangerous. You know, some prey like rodents can carry diseases and fight back. So snakes, they need a powerful venom to ensure a very quick and efficient kill. You know, it's all about survival in the wild. Now let's turn the tables. What happens when a predator eats part of a snake that itself contains venom, like the head of a snake? Or for that matter, if a predator eats the tail of a scorpion. Oh, you mean when a predator eats a venomous feast? Well, actually, this all comes back to the difference between venom and poison, right? So in order for venom to be dangerous, it must enter the bloodstream. It needs to be injected straight into the bloodstream. 
And so that's why fangs are designed to inject that venom into the bloodstream when a snake is the predator. Most venomous toxins specifically target red blood cells and try to break those cells down, which results in other organs being un unable to receive oxygen. So this leads to inflammation and necrosis of the cell tissues and then organ failure, which you know leads to death fairly quickly. I see. So what happens when the venom is eaten and not injected into the blood? Exactly. So when predators eat parts of a snake that might contain venom, it depends a lot, a lot on the predator and the amount of venom, of course, ingested. Some predators, like the birds of prey, have evolved to have a pretty high tolerance for venom and can digest it without any harm. Others may experience some mild side effects like nausea or dizziness. As for the tail of a scorpion, it is serious though. The venom in the tail is usually really concentrated, so, so predators may experience much more severe effects if they consume that. And final question. I've read that snakes are evolving over time to use less and less of their venom. Why is that? Well, that's because the venom production is pretty costly for snakes, at least in terms of the energy it requires to produce it. So if they can catch their prey without using venom, well, that saves them energy. And additionally, some snakes have developed other hunting strategies like constriction, which we see with the boa constrictors, which you know doesn't even require venom. So in other words, snakes are you know constantly adapting to their environment, and sometimes that means evolving to use their venom less frequently. Interesting. Thanks, Kevin. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got comments and suggestions for us. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts because it helps other people to find our podcast. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.